Welcome to the podcast series, Interest Rates with Mates, with Colin, Todd, Sean, and Cass. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. Start of the financial year. Happy New Year. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're the 3rd of July and obviously we've uh, ticked over from the 1st of July, which means there is a few changes in our world. So we're going to discuss them today. Um, so it's always good to be across, you know, changes from things that are ending, things, new things that are starting up. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, it's a good opportunity to explore those options. Absolutely. So I guess the first... Uh, good change that has come in is a first home guarantee. Now, as of the 1st July, there are some fantastic changes. And one of them being probably the biggest one is uh, used to be you have to be an Australian citizen. That is now opened up to permanent residents. You almost, you almost can't call it the first home guarantee anymore because no, <laughs> um, with the changes, like it's an interesting scheme because it's had so many different names over the years. Um, but obviously, yeah, that, that's a super exciting change about the fact that, yeah, you don't have to be an Australian citizen. You, it is now open to permanent residence. Um, but also I think one of the most important changes is the fact that you don't actually have to be a first home buyer anymore. Yep. Um, as long as you haven't owned a property in the last 10 years, so you haven't had an interest in a property, um, yeah, in Australia in the last 10 years, then you, you now also qualify. So it allow people to get back into the market. Um, so, yeah. Um, I think, uh, yeah, that, that's I've actually had a few people inquiring about that at the moment, just where they've ha- had a property previously, haven't been able to get back into the market, mm-hmm. and this is a bit of a game changer for them as well. Okay. Um, it's good to see that they've continued the single parent guarantee as well, which is the 2% deposit, so that helps any single parents that uh, still have a uh, child at home, a dependent at home. Um, they can actually be eligible to purchase a property with just 2% deposit, mm. which is really good. They've increased the price cap slightly as well on the postcodes. In Queensland? In Queensland, no. Uh, no, I don't believe so. No. Five fifty and seven hundred. Yeah, seven hundred. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, so I think New South Wales. Went up New to South Wales. There's been some actually exciting changes in New South Wales yeah. actually too, which we can touch on later. But um, stamp duty changes down there have increased. Yeah. So, and this is crazy because like in Queensland, we need that. up to five hundred stamp duty exempt, five fifty yeah. concessions down there, up to eight hundred stamp crazy. duty yeah. exempt, up to a million dollars stamp duty concessions. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm. yeah. We so, desperately need that in yeah, Queensland. That, that's the unattainable thing. You know, even if they've got their 5% deposit, it's having that additional funds to but cover that stamp duty. duty. Up, I mean, yeah. As we know, unless you're in a regional area, most of your properties are going to be – your first property is going to be over 500000 Yeah, mm. definitely. Uh, so the other good change as well is that uh, um, it was for married couples and individuals as well. That's now opened up to siblings, friends. Um, so, if, you know – got a group of friends that you think about buying, great mm. opportunity to do so. And with that single parent guarantee, that also extends to guardians as well mm. and uh, uncles or you know aunts, who, whoever's looking after the, the child. That's good. Um, so, yeah, I think another thing to be mindful of is obviously the income caps haven't changed. So um, an individual applicant uh, must be earning up to or under $125,000 and that's based off 
the FY23 notice of assessment. So anybody thinking about jumping on this scheme needs to rush out there and get those tax returns done. Um, so yeah, 22 is no good anymore. No, no. 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 And um, for joint applicants, so whether that's, you know, joint applicants in a relationship or joint applicants who are just friends or siblings, um, yeah, the joint income must be under $200,000 combined. Some great changes. Yeah, um, certainly. Yeah. First of July has also brought some things to an end uh, for some lenders, and that is cashbacks. Some people might like this, some people might not, li- <sighs> not might not like it. Um, but we've still got a couple of lenders that are doing cashbacks. They haven't set their timeframes as to when those are ending. Um, so if you do want to have a look at cashback options, we still have got maybe two or three lenders that are still doing it. Um, but, yeah, all the other lenders – Gone. Gone. Yeah, I think um, I think cashbacks were bought around for good reason to begin with. Um, obviously, a bit of cash to help offset any transfer costs because just, just to, so the listeners are aware, um, it is for refinances. Um, so, yeah, but they just got out of control. Like offering four and $5,000 per property for um, a refinance is just a bit ridiculous. Yeah. Um, it also – and it – it pushes clients to sort of churn their loans a lot more frequently. So not necessarily in their best interest. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we've now got, yeah, as Sean said, we've still got a few lenders offering sort of $2,000, some even offering $4,000 cash back. Um, but yeah, I don't think they'll be around for much longer. I guess the, the good part about that, you know, aside from having the cash back and having it now stopped is the fact that it's leveled the playing field as well. So, you know, we're now looking at the lender based on the rate um, and whether, like you touched on, whether it is in the best interest of the customer to go through that particular lender rather than just going there because it's a (laughs) $4,000 cash fund because in some cases it's just not the best interest. So um, I think that that's definitely been, for us, it's it's a game changer because it does allow us to go, okay, well, this is now – the best lender for you based on rate or scenario, whatever your situation is, we're actually looking at that, taking that out of the equation. Definitely creates a, a more level playing field. Yeah. Mm, definitely. So, and we're in the new year, so that means uh, we're into the tax year of 2023, 2024. So, uh, for, from a self-employed point of view, um, if you're thinking that your taxable income is going to be a little bit higher for this year, um, we've got the option to go through your draft tax returns. Yeah. So this will give us a good indication as to what your tax bill was from the previous year. Um, uh, and we can actually run that through a selected lender to show that if, you know, if nothing changes in your tax returns, they are happy to go off those drafts and just make it condition that those tax returns are now lodged. lodged. Yep. Um, in terms of when you are uh, able to use tax returns from the previous year, 2021, Mm-hmm. 2022. That's till about March next year. So you've still got a little bit of time to use that income from the previous year. However, you know, some lenders I think only go up to December. Yeah, that's right. And and look, I guess the other thing is most businesses have come out of the COVID sort of, you know, fallout, I guess. So we're starting to see a lot of, you know, I'm particularly seeing, and you'd be the same, where we're seeing a lot of people that have actually improved their their income over the last one year, um, yep. say for 2022, but they know that um, uh, the 2023 financial year is is definitely much better than the 2022 yeah. one. So, so, yeah, so 
just to break it down, like if you don't necessarily have to lodge your tax returns, no, if, no. if if your serviceability, if you meet serviceability based on your FY22s, so last financial year, then that's that's totally great. Um, but yeah, I mean, not a lot with serviceability being so tight at the moment. Mm. Um, I've got a number of clients who we are awaiting um, them to meet with their accountant, get their FY23s all drafted up. Um, we can review those numbers and you know, get an application started. So yeah, you don't necessarily have to have those tax returns lodged, but yeah, a lot of people are needing those to meet the the current serviceability requirements. So, And we were talking about this before, instant asset write-off. Do you want to touch? Yeah, so the instant asset write-off is reducing, which is shame for me. (laughs) I've got a new vehicle on order and... um, yeah, if if I had have got it through before the first of July, it would have saved me a lot of tax. So mm. um, yeah, so the instant asset write off is reducing. Um, obviously, over the last couple of years, um, you could potentially buy a vehicle and and, and or an, any sort of asset for the business mm. and, and write off a hundred percent of that's to, that, that asset that asset's yeah. depreciation. Mm. Um, I think it's reducing to thirty or twenty five or something. Yeah. So anyway, pretty much rules out it's vehicles and, and yeah, big yeah, ticket exactly. items. Um, yeah. I really hope they do change it, but <laughs> we'll see what the next six to 12 months bring. Honestly, it, it depends on what happens in the economy, I guess. Yeah. Like that, that's a lever they can pull to help stimulate spending again. Um, which I do think over the next six months, we're going to come into a time where obviously people really pull back on their spending. Yeah, so. Agree. Yeah. Agree. And then in terms of if you earn a wage, so, uh, you know, your next pay slip is going to show a year to date that it is pretty much at zero. Can I just say, I think as brokers, we all probably hate <laughs> the next yeah, three the months. Yeah, the next three months. The yeah. next three months. Once we once we get to September, we've then got three months year yeah. to date and then we can annualise that and it's yeah. all sweet. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, from here it's now we've got to do income statements. So we need your income statement and obviously your pay slip. Yep. Um, so there's yeah. just a few more documents that we need to verify income. Yeah. Um, so – you know, when we ask for those documents, it's not because we're just going over and above. Um, those are the now the lender requirements, as you said, for about three months. Yeah, just because yeah. the banks want to see at least three months year to date on a pay slip. So, yeah, moving forward now, we don't have that for the next three months. Yeah. So we need that PAYG summary or, or your last pay slip from from the, the last financial year. Yeah. Yep. yeah, that's right. So, yeah, quite a few changes that happened over the weekend. Um some good changes. I think there's some really positive changes yeah, there, there in that. <laughs> it's home called guarantee. the first home guarantee. Yeah, the home guarantee. Home guarantee. Home guarantee scheme. Yeah, now look, that's, I, I am pretty excited about that because we do have a lot of New Zealand, particularly New Zealand citizens yeah. that come over. Yes, sure, you're one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I want to go to the cold weather. Why do you guys want to come here? Um, but, yeah, I think that, you know, I've got clients that um, I, I guess the only thing that you do need to be conscious of, and, and we've probably touched on this without of with um, – uh, non-residents, is, it comes down to the stamp duty. So that's yeah. probably the mm. only thing you need to be aware of with that. Um, but aside from that, I think it's great. Yeah. Hopefully one day soon we'll be doing a podcast on stamp duty changes. Yeah. <laughs> Fingers yes, crossed. Queensland, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, we've got uh, the RBA update tomorrow. Yes. 50-50, I reckon. Yeah. I, I just I really can't hope call they, it. I really hope they don't raise rates again. I don't think it's required. I don't think it's necessary, but I still think it's 50-50. Yep. Yeah, agree. So uh, watch out for the podcast tomorrow. Um, we'll give you an update as soon as we know more. Um, happy 1st of July and into 23-24. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of our podcast. 
We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed creating it for you. If you have any feedback, questions, or suggestions for future topics, please don't hesitate to reach out to us. All of these episodes are available to download for free wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time, take care.